Hello there, and welcome to The Artist Appeals, the podcast where we try and figure out how you make money with your art. If you're a photographer, designer, illustrator, hand letterer, sculptor, painter, whatever your medium may be, we attempt to answer the question of how do you make money with your art. In The Artist Appeals, we interview all the leading creatives that we can get our hands on, and I am your host, Erin Sparler. In this season, season three, we have short 10-minute episodes Monday through Thursday, and on Fridays we release our full-length episodes with guests. Hey, well, today's rambling. I want to talk about the technical stuff. I just got out of Lightroom, Illustrator, and Photoshop making patterns to um, accompany original watercolor paintings that I have of food and vegetables and fruit that I'm sending to a product designer and development to hopefully license. Now, if you're not familiar with art licensing, let me be the one to introduce you to it. It's the idea of essentially renting your copyright to a company, a manufacturer, to put on products. It's kind of like the dream that we artists have. Somebody else will take our art, put it on a product, and we'll get suddenly famous. That doesn't really happen. But it is a nice revenue stream. It does take work, however. Art licensing is this idea that your artwork can be featured on different things. You see, you as an artist own the copyright to your artwork. The copyright is how your art looks, okay? You register it with the government, and you can register multiple artworks at a time, and then you own the way your artwork looks for your entire life plus 75 years, which means that you can actually hand down your copyright to your children. So if you've set yourself up right, you could actually hand down a legacy, an heirloom, your artwork to your kids. So when you're handing down the copyright, if you're renting the copyright to a manufacturer, what you're doing is you're defining what they can use your artwork on. For example, they might want to use it on fabric, on a pillowcase, or a duvet cover, or sheets, or something like that. You must be careful in art licensing to define the products that they can put it on. Normally, it's only for one or two products or a suite of products. It's not for everything. And then you also have to define how long they can use it, if it's a year or two years or three years, it is not forever, and where they can sell those products. That's the region. So in the U.S., in North America, in Europe, and it is not normally worldwide. Very few manufacturers have the ability to distribute product worldwide. So those are three criteria you want to look at in any contract you get in art licensing. Now, yesterday we talked about follow-up, follow-up, follow-up being the second most important thing you can do to be successful in your career. And that applies especially to art licensing. So art licensing is where you approach manufacturers and you send them artwork and they look at it and decide if it's marketable, if it fits with their products, 
their brands, their product brand lines. So they'll look at it and they'll say, hey, that looks really cool. That looks like something that our customers would like. Let's put some artwork on our products. How do you find those manufacturers? That's one of the big questions in art licensing. Well, the best way to find manufacturers to put your artwork on is either to go to a conference. That's the best way I've found to connect with manufacturers is to go to an art licensing conference like Surtech, or I just attended Art Biz Jam. Fantastic conference. This one was online this year because of COVID and she hooked up the attendees. I mean, seriously hooked us up with five representatives, five um, people that are in charge of getting product artwork at five different companies. So that is one way, the best way, if you will, to connect with manufacturers of products to license your artwork on and so what I was doing today was following up following up following up I connected with them at the conference and now I'm following up and then I will follow up again and then I will follow up again a minimum of three to four times now if you haven't made those contacts at conferences you're saying but I can't go to those conferences it costs too much money or our biz jam is over for the year or COVID or whatever there are other ways to connect with manufacturers. One of those ways is to go shopping. Um, you can go to a store, look at products that you think your artwork would look good on, flip the product over, take a picture of the manufacturer on the underside, and contact them in that manner. So that is a way to connect with art licensing manufacturers is to go shopping and to find them. You can also shop online and go to manufacturers websites and check out their artwork in that manner. You can see how that um, would work. You go and you go to their website, you look for products that you think your artwork would look good on and you contact them that way. Um, you want to find the actual people that you want to contact by looking for names and maybe going to LinkedIn and searching for people that work at that manufacturer. LinkedIn is a really, really great way to connect with people. And so that is how you would do that is look at their website, look at LinkedIn, type in the company's name and search for people that work at that website and work at that company. And then you would try and find the product development, the vice president of product development, or the director of product development, or something along those lines. Finally, one other way you can get your artwork on products without having to go through a manufacturer, without having to do art licensing, the quick and easy way to get your artwork on products without having to navigate contracts, going shopping, doing a whole bunch of research on the line or on the internet or on LinkedIn is to use what's called a POD or print on demand. So print on demand is a fabulous opportunity and there are dozens, literally dozens of companies that will now print your artwork on anything you want from shower curtains, to babies onesies, from mugs to tableware, um, anything and everything. Spoonflower was one of the originals. Spoonflower prints your artwork on fabrics. 
and you could sell bolts of fabrics. You could make products yourself from that fabric that you order, or you can get the artwork on the products themselves at other print-on-demand places. One of the other originals was Cafe Press. To get a full list of print-on-demand companies and the products they offer, I have a spreadsheet available at, um, where am I going to put that for you? At The Artist Appeals Freebies. Check out theartistappeals.com. I'll put the spreadsheet under freebies. This is a Google spreadsheet that you can make a copy. And it lists literally probably two dozen print-on-demand companies and the different products they make. And you can research them and get your products, your artwork on products. And then you can sell them yourself. They print on demand means that they print it on a product when somebody orders it. So when somebody has a demand, when they order your product, then they print one and they ship it for you. And they per se pay you a percentage. So this is a great way to get your artwork on products. All right, folks, that is today's short podcast and rambling, introducing you to art licensing, print on demand, and any other number of concepts. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm your um, host, your artist and host. I am an artist. I'm your host, Erin Sparrow, and this has been the 10-minute short podcast of The Artist Appeals. I hope you've enjoyed it, and join me again tomorrow for another one. Have a great day. Bye-bye.